0: section 14 of a holy life the beauty of christianity by john bunyan this librivox recording is in the public domain section 14 one for the first there is a soul polluting evil in iniquity there is a god-provoking evil in iniquity there is a soul damning evil in iniquity and until thou comest experimentally to know these things thou wilt have neither list nor will to depart from iniquity. two. For the second, I mean not sick with guilt, for so the damned in hell are sick, but I mean sick of the filth and polluting nature of it. Thus was Moses sick of sin, thus Jabez was sick of sin, and thus was Paul sick of sin. Numbers eleven fourteen and fifteen, first Chronicles four nine and ten, Romans seven fourteen. Second Corinthians five one through three, Philippians three ten through fourteen, three. For the third, you know that those that are sensible of a sickness will look out after the means to be recovered. There is a means also for this disease, and dost thou know what that means is? And hast thou indeed a desire to it? Yea, couldst thou be willing even now to partake of the means that would help thee to that means? that can cure thee of this disease? There are no means can cure a man that is sick of sin, but glory. And the means to come by that is Christ, and to go out of this world by the faith of him. There is no grace can cure this disease, yes grace doth rather increase it. For the more grace any man has, the more is he sick of sin. The greater an offense is iniquity to him. So then, there is nothing can cure this disease but glory, but immortal glory. And dost thou desire this medicine? And doth God testify that thy desire is true, not fiend? Second Corinthians 5.4. I know that there are many things that do make some even wish to die. But the question is not whether thou dost wish to die, for death can cure many diseases. But is this that that moveth thee to desire to depart, to wit, that thou mightest be rid, quite rid, and stripped of a body of death, because nothing on this side the grave can rid thee and strip thee of it? And is hope, that this day is approaching, a reviving cordial to thee? And doth the hope of this strike arrows into the heart of thy lusts, and draw off thy mind and affections yet farther from iniquity? 4. To the fourth. How much hast thou been grieved to see others break God's law, and to find temptations in thyself to do it? I beheld the transgressors, and was grieved, said David, because men kept not thy word. Psalms 119, 158. The same also had Paul, because of that body of sin and death which was in him. Professor, I beseech thee, Be thou serious about this thing, because it will be found, when God comes to judge, that those that profess Christ, and yet abide with their iniquity, are but wooden, earthy professors, and none of the silver or golden ones, and so consequently, such as shall be vessels not to honor, but to dishonor, not to glory, but to shame. USE second. My next shall be a use of TERROR. Has God commanded, by the mouth of his holy apostles and prophets, that those that name the name of Christ should depart from iniquity? Then what will become of those that rebel against his word? Where the word of a king is, there is power. And if the wrath of a king be as the roaring of a lion, what is, and what will be, the wrath of God, when with violence it falls upon the head of the wicked? Sirs, I beseech you, consider this, namely, that the man that professeth the name of Christ, and yet liveth a wicked life, is the greatest enemy that God has in the world, and consequently one that God, in a way most imminent, will set his face against. Hence he threatened such so hotly, saying, And the destruction of the transgressors and of the sinner shall be together, and that they that forsake the Lord shall be consumed. Isaiah 1, 28, 14. But what sinners are these? Why, the sinners in Zion, the hypocrites in the church. So again the Lord shall purge out from among you the rebels, and them that transgress against him. Ezekiel 20, 38 All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say, The evil shall not overtake nor prevent us. Amos nine ten. For those such do think that by professing of the name of Christ they shall prevent their going down to hell, yet they shall go down thither, with those that have lived openly wicked and profane, Egypt and Judah, the circumcised with them that are not, for it is not a profession of faith that can save them. Jeremiah 9.26 Whom dost thou pass in beauty, saith God? wherein art thou bettered by the profession than the wicked? Go down, and be thou laid with the uncircumcised. Ezekiel 32.19. This in general, but more particularly the wrath of God, manifesteth itself against such kind of professors, in that the gospel and means of salvation shall not be effectual for their salvation, but that it shall work rather quite contrary effects, it shall bring forth as i said quite contrary effects second 2 corinthians 2:15 2, and 16 as first the preaching of the word shall be to such the savour of death unto death and that is a fearful thing second yea christ jesus himself shall be so far off from being a savour unto them that he shall be a snare a trap and a gin TO CATCH THEM BY THE HEEL WITHAL, THAT THEY MAY GO AND FALL BACKWARD, AND BE BROKEN, AND SNARED, AND TAKEN, ISAIAH 8, 14 AND 15, 28, 13. THIRD, THE LORD ALSO WILL CHOOSE OUT SUCH DELUSIONS, OR SUCH AS WILL BEST SUIT WITH THE WORKINGS OF THEIR FLESH, AS WILL effectually BRING THEM DOWN, WITH THE BULLOCKS, AND WITH THE BULLS TO THE SLAUGHTER. Yea, he will lead such forth with the workers of iniquity. Isaiah 66, 3 and 4, Psalms 125, 5. Fourth, such, above all, lie open to the sin against the Holy Ghost, that unpardonable sin that must never be forgiven. For alas, it is not the poor ignorant world, but the enlightened professor that committeth the sin that shall never be forgiven. I say, it is one enlightened, one that has tasted the good word of God, and something of the powers of the world to come. Hebrews 6.4, 1 John 5.16 It is one that was counted a brother, that was with us in our profession. It is such an one that is in danger of committing of that most black and bloody sin. But yet all and every one of those that are such are not in danger of this but those among these that take pleasure in unrighteousness, and that rather than they will lose that pleasure, will commit it presumptuously. Presumptuously, that is, against light, against convictions, against warnings, against mercies. Or thus, a presumption sin is such, and one as is committed in the face of the command, in a desperate venturing to run the hazard or in a presuming upon the mercy of God, through Christ, to be saved notwithstanding. This is a leading sin to that which is unpardonable, and will be found with such professors that do hanker after iniquity. I say, it is designed by the devil, and suffered by the just judgment of God, to catch and overthrow the loose and carnal gospelers. And hence it is that David cries unto God, that he would hold him back from these sort of sins. Cleanse thou me from secret faults, says he, and then adds, Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Psalms 19, 12, 13 If there were any dread of God, or of his word, in the hearts of the men of this generation, the consideration of this one test is enough to shake them in pieces. I speak of those that name the name of Christ, but do not depart from iniquity. But the word of God must be fulfilled. In the last days iniquity must abound. Wherefore, these days will be perilous and dangerous to professors. In the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Second Timothy three, one and two. Matthew twenty four, twelve. I do the oftener harp upon this test at this time, because it is a prediction of what shall be in the latter days, to wit, what a sea and deluge of iniquity shall in the latter days overspread and drown those that then shall have a form of godliness and of religion, so that this day is more dangerous than were the days that have been before us. Now iniquity, even immorality, shall with professors be in fashion, be pleaded for, be loved, and more esteemed than holiness itself. Now godliness and self-denial shall be little set by, even those very men that have a form of godliness hate the life and power thereof. Yea, they shall despise them that are good. Now, therefore, ministers must not think that what they say of the doctrine of self-denial among professors will be much, if at all, regarded. I say regarded so as to be loved and put in practice by them that name the name of Christ." For the stronghold that iniquity shall have of their affections will cause that but little effectualness to this end will be found to attend the preaching of the word unto them. But what will these kind of men do when God that is just, God that is holy, and God that is strong to execute his word, shall call them to an account for these things? Now some may say, But what shall we do to depart from iniquity? I answer, 1. Labor to see the odiousness and unprofitableness thereof, which thou mayest do by the true knowledge of the excellent nature of the holiness of God. For until thou seest a beauty in holiness, thou canst not see odiousness in sin and iniquity. Danger thou mayest see in sin before, but odiousness thou canst see. 2. Be much in the consideration of the power, justice, and faithfulness of God to revenge himself on the workers of iniquity. 3. Be much in the consideration of the greatness and worth of thy soul. 4. Be often asking of thyself, What true profit did I ever get by the commission of any sin? 5. Bring thy last day often to thy bedside. 6 be often thinking of the cries and roarings of the damned in hell. 7. Be often considering the lastingness of the torments of hell. 8. Be often thinking what would those that are now in hell give that they might live their lives over again. 9. Consider often of the frailty of thy life, and that there is no repentance to be found in the grave whither thou goest. 10. Consider that hell is a doleful place, and that the devils are but uncomfortable companions. 11. Again, consider together with those how the patience of God has been abused by thee, yea, how all his attributes have been despised by thee, who art a professor that does not depart from iniquity. 13. Moreover, I would ask with what face thou canst look the Lord Jesus in the face, whose name thou hast profaned by thine iniquity. 13. Also, how thou wilt look on those that are truly godly, whose hearts thou hast grieved, while they have beheld the dirt and dung that hath cloven to thee, and to thy profession. 14. But especially consider with thyself how thou wilt bear, together with thine own, the guilt of the damnation of others. For as I have often said, a professor, if he perishes, seldom perishes alone, but casteth others down to hell with himself. The reason is, because others, both weak professors and carnal men, are spectators and observers of his ways, yea, and will presume also to follow him especially in evil courses, concluding that he is right. We read that the tale of the dragon— or that the dragon by his tail did draw and cast down abundance of the stars of heaven to the earth revelations 12:4 isaiah 9:14 and 15 the tail the prophet that teacheth lies he is the tail the prophet that speaketh lies either by opinion or practice he is the tail the dragon's tail the serpentine tail of the devil isaiah 9:14 and 15 and so, in his order, every professor, that by his iniquity draweth both himself and others to hail, he is the tail. The tail, says the Holy Ghost, draws them down, draws down even the stars of heaven. But whither doth he draw them? The answer is, from heaven, the throne of God, to earth, the seat of the dragon, for he is the god of this world. The professor, then, that is dishonorable in his profession, he is the tail the ancient and honorable, he is the head, and the prophet that teacheth lies, he is the tail. Nor can Satan work such exploits by any as he can by unrighteous professors. Thus he useth in his hand, as the giant useth his club. He, as it were, drives all before him with it. It is said of Behemoth that he moveth his tail like a cedar. Job 47. Behemoth is a type of the devil, but behold how he handleth his tail, even as if a man should swing about a cedar. Revelations 9 10 and 19. This is spoken to shew the hurtfulness of the tail, as it is also said in another place, Better no professor than a wicked professor. Better open profane than a hypocritical namer of the name of Christ, and less hurt shall such an one do to his own soul to the poor ignorant world, to the name of Christ, and to the church of God. Let professors, therefore, take heed to themselves, that they join to their naming of the name of Christ and holy and godly conversation. Far away they must go else with the workers of iniquity to the pit, with more guilt and bigger load, and more torment by far than others. But USE THIRD my next word shall be to those that desire to be true sincere professors of the name of christ first do you bless god for that he has put not only his name into your lips but grace into your hearts that thereby that profession which thou makest of him may be seasoned with that salt every sacrifice shall be seasoned with salt mark 9:49 now naming of the name of christ is a sacrifice and a sacrifice acceptable when the salt of the covenant of thy God is not lacking, but mixed therewith. Hebrews 13.15 Leviticus 2.13 Therefore I say, since God has put his name into thy mouth to profess the same, and grace into thy heart to season that profession with such carriage, such behavior, such life, and such conversation as doth become the same, thou hast great cause to thank God. A man into whose mouth God has put the name of Christ to profess it, is as a man that is to act his part upon a stage in the marketplace. If he doth it well, he brings praise both to his master and himself, but if he doth it evil, both are brought into contempt. No greater praise can by man be brought to God than by joining to the profession of the name of Christ a fruitful life and conversation. Herein, saith Christ, is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. John fifteen eight, 8 Fruitful lives God expecteth of all that profess the name of Christ, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Bless God, therefore, if he hath kept thee from blotting and blemishing of thy profession, if thy conversation has not been stained with the blots of evils of the times. What thou feelest, fightest with, and groanest under, by reason of the working of thine inward corruptions, with that I meddle not. Nor is thy conversation the worse for that, if thou keepest them from breaking out. Thou also shall be counted holy unto God, through Christ, if thou be of an upright conversation, though plagued every day with the working of thine own corruption. Add God's grace is the salt of saints so saints are the salt of God. The one is the salt of God in the heart, and the other is the salt of God in the world. Ye are the salt of the earth. Matthew 5.13. That is the salt of God in the earth. For the earth would be wholly corrupt, and would altogether stink, if professors were not in it. But now, if the professor, which is the salt, shall indeed lose his savor, and hath nothing in his conversation to season that part of the earth in which God has placed him that wherewith, shall it be seasoned? The place where he dwells, as well as his profession, will both stink odiously in the nostrils of the Lord, and so both come to ruin and desolation. Indeed, as I have shewed, the professor will come to the worst of it, for that God doth deny further to give him salt, if the salt hath lost its savour. Wherewith shall it be seasoned? Luke fourteen thirty four. Wherewith shall the salt be salted? With nothing. Therefore, it is thenceforth good for nothing. No, not for the dunghill, but to be cast out and trodden under foot of men. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. End of section fourteen. Recording by Scarlet, Louisiana.